Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we discuss EVs in small town America. I am Ben, and as you know, I am a senior distribution engineer for an electric cooperative in southeastern Kentucky. So today I have some news from Co-op World, and it's good news for North Carolina. Yesterday or late last week, co-ops in North Carolina were awarded $700,000 by the General Assembly and the Department of Environmental Quality. Of course, this was part of the Volkswagen settlement, and um, which this is phase one in North Carolina, which is a $30 million chunk of change of a $92 million payout that they're expecting. This is going to be used in these cooperative areas for 10 high-speed charging stations. Now, I am going to assume that they mean DC fast chargers. I'm not sure what size that they're looking at, but from previous discussions that we've had, I hope it's 150 kW or higher. They're supposed to be located along travel corridors in rural and suburban North Carolina. Now, along with this funding, the cooperatives have to pay for the infrastructure, but this money will actually buy the DC fast chargers themselves. Statewide, the $30 million is getting used to replace 111 school buses, 16 transit buses, and installing 33 zero-emission charging stations, which technically, I guess they could be um, hydrogen refueling stations. But all in all, 33 new stations in North Carolina, 10 of them are going to be located in cooperative areas. So there you go. Question is, why is this important? Why is this something to get excited about? Again, when it comes to cooperatives, it's about how you're spending your members' money. North Carolina has an opportunity, these co-ops have an opportunity to install this infrastructure at half price. We priced a two-port charge point station um, which I think was maybe 62 kW but the price tag on that was 50 grand and it was going to cost another $50,000 to install to be honest I'm not sure that ChargePoint even offers that unit anymore and I'm not sure what their current pricing is but I do know that we have a small percentage of EVs on our system and a lot of um, that's a lot of investment for a low return on investment it's going to be a long payback but it did show that we were uh, thinking about the future now I've said in many meetings and probably on this podcast that DC fast charging in my opinion is not for our membership as much as it is to capture money from people who are not our members when they charge as they're passing through our system. 
It's also going to promote adoption just because having the infrastructure there is going to reduce range anxiety. But all in all, fast charging is, is not for the locals. It's for the out-of-town guests. Like I said, it's a big investment, and it's got a long ROI. But you got to keep in mind, we're in southeastern Kentucky. This is small-town America. I'm sure the return on investment is shorter in other parts of the country. I do know that the Tesla superchargers on I-75 are lucrative, but then again, Tesla has a wider adoption base than all the rest of the EVs that are out there at this point in time. But take it this way, the Volkswagen fraud, as bad as it was, is a gift when it comes to projects like this. Not only does it cut the price in half, it should cut the opposition in half. In Kentucky, I'm not sure how much that we got as part of a settlement. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of $60 million, but I'm not sure at this point. Um, I know that little to none of the money is going for projects like this, even though I think most of it should be. EVs, they're a small minority in small-town America, and people in power don't see the potential that's coming. They don't see the need for infrastructure. They are not thinking long-term. So congratulations to the co-ops that are receiving this money. Um, I think it's uh, great that you're going to put in some charging. And I just ask that you choose your locations wisely because people are going to need something to do while their car is charging. Okay, I put up a Twitter poll on whether or not ZEV mandates are necessary. It's going to be up for seven days. I know the past couple of episodes, I feel like I have helped people to clarify their opinions or confused them greatly, more than the other. Um, please participate in that poll. It's um, I think my actual Twitter handle is at DiariesEV, or just search for EV Diaries. I'm sure I'll pop up. I tried to put a link to the poll in Flipbook, but I don't know if it worked or not because it looks like it works to me, but where I designed and originated all of it, it could just be that I have access that everyone else doesn't. That's it for today. I realize it's a short episode, but it's good news for anyone that is going to be traveling through or in North Carolina, so I wanted to pass that along. I will be traveling in Nashville Thursday, um, so Friday is up in the air at this point, but I hope to be able to publish an episode even though I will be away from home. Hit that subscribe button and remember that the EV revolution is here, so let's take advantage of it. It's a fun ride.